Okay, this is Igris, and today we are talking about a uh, a classic fairy tale scenario, classic fantasy scenario, right? This is the this is what drives um, this is what drives popular literature. We have a boy and a girl, and they are madly in love and ready to get married, and their parents don't like each other. <laughs> is there an older and more tried plot point? Uh, people wrote to the Rebbe about this fairly often. Uh, either one of the parents would write to the Rebbe, one of the kids would write to the Rebbe saying that a shidduch is more or less ready to go, but the parents are not interested, the parents have a problem with it. Uh, the letter that we're looking at today is from exactly 50 years ago, Mar Cheshvan of Tavshin Lamedalid. The letter is Yud Tav Tav Resh. And here, the Rebbe very strongly takes the side of the children saying they should do what they want, and that what the parents want really doesn't matter. Look up here, the Rebbe says, The Psaktin in the Torah, which is the Torah of truth. The fact that the Torah, which is Teres Emes, the Torah of truth, has a rule that the, parent, that the children do not have to listen to the parents when it comes to making Shaduchim. We'll look at that in a second inside. This is proof that that's the way that it should be, and therefore that it's good. A son does not have to listen to his parents if the parents don't like the Shaduch. The Rebbe goes on and says, you should find people who will explain this, close friends who can explain this with more explanation, based on the uh, measuring of his soul. If possible, perhaps try to find some close friends who will be able to have an effect on the parents and try to bring them around. Okay, and based on, uh, based on what the outcome is, you can make a firm decision. The Rebbe then says, Azkadalatzian. So it sounds like the Rebbe wants us to try to win over the parents a little bit, maybe try to calm down the uh, the parties a little bit. I confess, I'm not completely sure how to read some parts of this letter. So uh, as you're looking, if you want to tell me at the end, if you have something to add to uh, a, a, uh, a nuance to this letter that I missed, definitely the overall idea of the letter is that children don't need to concern themselves too much with what their parents think when it, when it comes to a shidduch. A child doesn't have to give in to their parents when it comes to a shidduch. That is the halacha, as we'll look at in a moment. And there should be people who will help explain this to all the parties. Uh, the halacha that the Rebbe is talking about, the Igris was kind enough to meet Zion to at the bottom. You see, they quote a Ramah, and they also quote a Shut Admar Azokin, which we don't get to see very often together. Just opening up the Ramah very quickly. We have Shulchan Aruch on your screen. This is in Yeradea, Reish Mem, under Kibbut Avim. I'm making my screen a little smaller because I can't see half of it because your faces are in the way. Hang on. Okay. Oh, no, I lost everything. Here we go. Down to the bottom of Sif Chof Hey, the Ramah says... If the father wants to pressure the son to marry, or I guess also not marry, a woman that he wants, if the father wants to get involved with the Shaduchim of the kid, you don't have to listen to your father. This is one of the exceptions of Kibod Avim. Generally speaking, you have to listen to your father, not when he wants you to do something like this. There's a fascinating Pesach Chova that I don't think we're going to have time to look at, where the Pesach Chova says that you can kind of split mitzvahs that you have to listen to your parents to against mitzvahs you don't have to listen to your parents to based on whether they are active mitzvahs or passive mitzvahs. But bottom line, a child is not obligated to listen to their parents' advice when it comes to making a Shaduch. And so when the Rebbe says over here that since this is Teran, Teras, Emes, uh, therefore it is obviously the way it's supposed to be. And Tevhu, what the Rebbe means is that if the parents are pushing back and the son likes the Shaduch and the girl wants to get married too and everything's in order, they don't have to let their parents stop that from happening. The letter here is also Mitzayan to a Shut Admar Azokin. That took a little more doing. But uh, this is a fascinating Shailan Tshuva, it's fascinating Tshuva from the, the Alta Rebbe printed in Shut Admar Azokin. It's in Simon Mem Aleph. Well, the question is whether somebody can opt into a Yibam or a Chalitza. And along the way, somewhere in the middle, the Atarebbe makes this point. I wish I'd highlighted it somewhere in the middle of the page. Uh, here we go. Just a moment. 
down here. So it's the uh, third to last line begins Mutter uh, Lisa. Go to the end of that line. Marrying the woman that you want is considered a mitzvah. That's called Dever Mitzvah Mikri. That's called a mitzvah. Marrying the woman that a man wants to marry is called a mitzvah. And this is such a big mitzvah that it even is a mitzvah relative to Kibbut Avdeh Raisa, relative to the Torah commandment to honor your parents. And Sherish Zayan, as the Ma'arik writes, So when a father, that when a father objects, it is a mitzvah to be Evral Divreitera. Uh, this is the Alter Rebbe rising this above, not, not just a, uh, a a moment where I guess Kibbut Aim doesn't apply, but the Alter Rebbe reading this as a as a mitzvah that knocks away the mitzvah of Kibbut Aim, a mitzvah that supersedes it. So the mitzvah of a child choosing who they want to marry and deciding who they want to marry is such a great mitzvah. The way that the Alter Rebbe phrases it here in this chuva is that it not just uh, it's not just that it's within the mitzvah of Kibbut Aim that there's an exception when it comes to somebody that you uh, when it comes to who you want to marry. It's that the great mitzvah of marrying who you want to marry overrides the great mitzvah of Kibar Aveim. So we seem to have a sheet from the Rebbe here, right? We have a letter that says very clearly, parents, nose out. This is why it's dangerous to pull one one, one section from Igrus and not look at other letters. We have a letter here. This letter is from the year, do I have the year printed? I don't remember the year. I just remember the, oh, Tavshin Lamed Aleph, there it is. Tavshin Lamed Aleph, the letter is designated Yud, Kuf, Pei, Hey, and here the Rebbe says the exact opposite. So case by case, right? Uh, it is definitely not the case that the Rebbe's straight sheet across the board is the kids should do whatever they want and ignore their parents. Uh, as we'll see here, it really depends on the circumstances, really depends on the parents, really depends on the kid. So here, the letter is Yud Kuf Pei Hei, and the Rebbe's writing to a girl who wants to get married, but her parents don't like the guy. Baruch HaVashalom, the Rebbe writes to her. Tamas, I'm responding to your letter from 11 Tamas. You met up with Pliny, you met up with a certain guy that you're interested in, and you want to know my opinion on the Shidduch. It does not make sense in general to start off family life in opposition to what your parents want. This isn't a way to build a home, to start off with the parents not liking your decision. Parents put a lot of work and a lot of uh, a lot of effort into raising a into educating a daughter or a son. And they do this in the hope that they will get nachas from them. So parents put a lot into a kid, and they do it in the hope that they're going to get nachas from this. This is why the parents are objecting to your shidduch. They, based on what you're writing to me, uh, they they oppose the shidduch that you've chosen because they don't think that he's good for you. And they're very invested in you. So the Rebbe here is giving a, a lot of weight to what the parents think. The Rebbe says, I want to add here. If the Bachar, excuse me, is a good guy and he's Baal Midas Tevis, the Rebbe adds, if the Boy is really as good a boy as you say he is. He doesn't want you fighting with your parents, so he'll step away. Uh, and everything that I wrote above is very general, but let's talk about you specifically. You are the firstborn in your family, the Rebbe says to this girl. A oldest child sets the stage for the younger children, says the Rebbe. So it matters even more when it comes to you that you make sure you're not fighting with your parents of your shidduch because this could set up a situation where your siblings, your younger siblings, will end up doing the same thing. It should be understood that I'm not telling you to make a sacrifice for your parents. I'm telling you, it's just not good to start off your life with divisions, with with uh, with hearts uh, dividing. I don't know a good English word for that. With uh, with conflict. 
in general, specifically when it comes to children and parents. I'm telling you, this is the wrong way to start off your marriage, start off your life. The Rebbe says, also, I know your parents. I've met your father many times. I met your mother once. Certainly, and certainly, they only want what's good for you. So I think this is an important point here. The Rebbe is siding with the parents, but it's for a couple reasons. And one of the big ones is the Rebbe knows the parents and trusts that they're making the right call here. Hashem should give you a good zivug with all of the details. So the Rebbe is essentially giving her a bracha for someone else. <laughs> especially since you wrote to me on the Erev of Yod Beis and Yod Gibel Tamas, which is the time of the Fridic Rebbe Shmam Shechtev's Bracha, the Yehud Mechlala, time when the Fridic Rebbe can bring down extra brachas for Yidin in general, Yuchad L'Shayach and L'Meisah Chinuch and Nahalas Beruchay. Certainly when it comes to Nahalas Beruchay, certainly when it comes to Meisah Chinuch, I guess this person was involved in Chinuch. Shigam Lach Elak Tevaz Ebetur Merav Echemhem. There we go. She's a teacher at one of the schools, so she gets special brachas from the Fridic Rebbe this time of year. Bracha Latzlacha B'Chaynim L'Sodes Tevaz V'Ambar. So here the Rebbe says. I'm giving you a bracha v'atzlacha, but if you definitely, the, the flavor of the letter here is nothing like the flavor of our letter. Our letter was, uh, our letter was pretty firmly, uh, Tera Teres Emes says that a child decides who they marry, not the parents. And according to Shulchan Aruch, parents need to know that. And here we have a letter that has a completely different tone, which is that listen to your parents. Now, it's obviously not that black and white. There's a couple things that make this second letter very unique. Uh, first of all, the Rebbe seems to trust the parents when they say that the kid, that this boy is not good for her. And that seems to be a major factor. Is that there is that the Rebbe is not telling her that she has to listen. The Rebbe is saying that it would make a good idea, it would make good sense to listen. He's also saying that there's going to be an argument here, and you shouldn't start your marriage off with an argument. He's also talking to a girl, and that's an important note because in Yeradea, the Rama says that a son doesn't have to honor his father on this. But I don't know if that's the din regarding a girl. So it might be the Rebbe is unwilling to step on the halacha when it comes to a boy, but he's willing to move, maneuver around the spirit of it when it comes to a girl making the same request because this doesn't seem to be the same din, possibly because based on what we saw in Shut Admar Azakin, there's lav dafka a mitzvah for a woman to marry the guy she wants. There's an actual mitzvah for the for the guy to marry the girl that he wants. Akidekach that it overrides the mitzvah kivad abeim. Lav dafka that would apply to a girl. That's also a possibility. Another possibility is that remember in this letter the Rebbe is saying in the letter where he's saying it to listen to the parents. He's saying you're the firstborn. And I'm afraid you're going to create a rebellion in your entire family. Uh, so we have a lot of reasons here why the Rebbe seems to be giving more weight to the parents in letter number two. But really what this casts the strongest light on is the thing that we talk about so many times in this year, which is that if you look at one letter all by itself, you don't have any other letters around it, you can really develop a uh, an incorrect shita in the Rebbe. I have one more letter I want to show you that uh, that is much more parv, maybe a third approach that you find in the Rebbe's letters. These three are pretty much representative of the three kinds of responses you find in Igris. This is from Tavshin Lamed Ches. The letter is labeled Yud Beis Shin Hey, and it's a short letter. You wrote to me about the Shidduch. There seems to be an age difference. There's some things you're concerned about with it. Talk to the parents on both sides. So here the Rebbe says, consult with the parents. So we kind of have as three approaches. We have the approach, which is we ignore the parents. We have the approach, which is we listen to the parents over the child. And we have the approach where we ask for the parents' advice. I think that it's very circumstantial that uh, that generally speaking, if you were to if you were to try to get a, a, a shit out of this, I think the shit that probably would be that if we have no legitimate uh, problems in the shit of, we don't have any reason to believe that the parents are are calling out a, a serious issue and we can talk to the parents. That's also very important from the first letter that I've said to try to explain to the parents and make peace. So peace is possible. Then it's time to tell the parents to sit down. And especially when it's a boy, because there's such a, there's a mitzvah for that. When it comes to a girl, specifically a girl where the parents know exactly what they're doing and where there's going to be a real fight for a long term, especially when she was a firstborn, we're seeing a push toward the parents. 
And in this third letter, we're seeing that in general, if we can get the advice of the parents, the advice of the parents is certainly welcome. We have a halacha that the parents aren't allowed to override the shidduch of a boy, but the Rebbe seems to use that very specifically in the case of parents trying to override a shidduch of a boy. And in all the other cases, it sounds like we want the parents' advice and maybe even take the parents' advice more seriously than the children's hearts. Okay, a little short, but uh, time for talk. That's it. Unmute yourself, Surly. Yeah, I had just my only question was the first 